right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Egg Tour podcast. Um, I'm joined again by Victor, and I'm Ethan, obviously. So um, Today, we are going to be doing, um, we're going into the Halloween festivities and talking about Malignant, uh, directed by James Wan, and Fear Street Part 1, which is a Netflix original, and I actually don't know the director off the top of my head right now. I could look um, it up, I got it pulled up. Gotcha, sweet. Uh, just to go... Actually, for once, we're going to give a spoiler disclaimer at the start of the episode instead of just saying spoilers right out the jump. Um, so yeah, this episode is going to be spoiler-filled for both movies. Um, Malignant came out on September 10th, so that's what it's giving me precedence to talk spoilers. And it is free on HBO Max, and it's also on Netflix. Or not, Malignant's not on Netflix, but Fiercely's on Netflix, so Yeah. Um, I'm going to start and talk about Malignant. Um, Malignant, I thought... It, Malignant, first of all, is about um, a girl that is having these like dreams where she's killing people, and then the next day it comes out true that the person is actually dead. Um, and she watches the murder happen in real time in her dreams. And it's like this whole um, horror mystery kind of spiel... Um, and I really had a lot of fun with this movie, actually. I thought it was great. Not great by any metric, but there, there's a really big twist at the end that I really enjoyed. Um, I really liked how the movie was shot. The soundtrack was super corny, and I kind of liked that about this movie. Um, the dialogue was really bad, but like I said in a previous episode, um, horror movies aren't meant for good dialogue, so that's why I kind of give that a slide there, so... Um, did you want to give non-spoiler, uh, thoughts, Vic, or did you, should we go straight in? Um, yeah, I could do non-spoiler. Uh, okay. I guess I liked it. I agree with you on how everything was shot. The dialogue, I, I give horror movies, like, a slight pass for right. the dialogue, but some scenes in this were just so corny <laughs> in a I know. bad way that I was just yes. like, oh my god. Um... Some other scenes were really weird. Uh, other than that, like it, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, me and my girlfriend watched it, and we both kind of came to the same consensus. Yeah. I wouldn't pay to see this movie. I mean, I, 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 we split the HBO Max bill, but I right. feel like that's not really paying for a movie. Uh, I would not go to a theater to see this unless you're a huge horror fanatic. If you can watch any horror movie... And you love it. You just love all the different kind of directors and their styles, no matter how good or bad it is. Then yeah, you could you could go to a theater to get the sound, I guess. Um, yeah. But I would not go to a theater myself to watch this. But with it being on HBO Max, I thought it was fine. It's not something yeah. I'm gonna write home about. But it's not the worst I've seen on HBO Max. Or it's just not the worst horror movie I've seen. Um, I'd say it's about mid. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, my girlfriend and I actually saw it in theaters, so I actually want to counter that by saying that um, I was actually interested in the movie prior. I, I knew nothing about the movie before going into this, so and I was mostly interested because it was directed by James Wan, who directed Aquaman, and he directed the Conjuring movies as well, which I actually really like. Um, but yeah, I didn't know anything, so I was like, sure, I'll put money towards this movie. And um, the sound did play a big part in theaters, but yeah, outside of that, the theater experience was fine for it, in my opinion. 
Um, yeah, I had something else I wanted to say about this. Oh, um, I I would probably watch this like one more time, but if I was like down to a third time, uh, I would watch it if only. I was in a room filled with people that have not watched it just to see people's reactions to that twist. Yeah. Cause that twist was, that. that twist was wacky. I was like, Oh my God, there's no way this is happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was kind of yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, at first I was like, Oh, it kind of like makes a lot of sense. I mean, it does make a lot of sense in the context of the plot, but it was just—it it was, it okay. was just so funny. In the context of the plot, sure, <laughs> like in any sense of reality. God. Oh, absolutely not. No, but that's—that's that's the best part about like these horror movies is that you can subvert all of your expectations of reality because nothing will be real in any horror movie. I don't know, man. This one is kind of. Like, this can, one's out there. This I, one is out there. Yeah, like, I can get Michael Myers, like, you know, surviving yeah. the fire, because that's the whole thing of the new one, getting shot a billion times, and the dude yeah. just comes back. Like, okay, I get it, he's, like, this tank, or whatever the hell he turns out to be, but... Right. I, this one, man, this one was just whack. This one was so <laughs> whack that, like, I thought about it, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <sighs> but, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree, dude. Like, the whole... My big thing with this movie, I was actively scared, but for one, I'm really bad with horror movies. Um, my girlfriend knows that really well. Um, this movie was a lot of suspense, I will say. I think this was more suspense than horror, if that makes sense. And the gore was top-notch in this movie. Top-notch meaning, like, there was a lot. Not that I enjoyed the gore. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, we might as well jump into spoilers with this, just because I feel like there's nothing else to talk unless you're talking spoilers. Okay, yeah, so we're hopping into spoilers now for Malignant. Um, if you want to watch this movie, skip ahead. We'll try to put a notice in the description about when we stop and we switch over to Fear Street. But, yes, we're talking Malignant spoilers now. Yes, the so if you want to watch it, don't listen. Just turn the like, volume down. Yeah, for like maybe ten ish minutes. Ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, I, I want to start with that for, that opening scene in the hospital because that scene was corny. <laughs> it was so goofy. The opening scene in the hospital. Where the lady was like, "It's time to cut the cancer." I was like, "Oh Jesus!" Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. It kind of set the stage of, like, what to expect in terms of dialogue. But like I said, dialogue doesn't really exist in horror movies. Yeah. Um, I want to know, like, the first notable scene to me was in the beginning when... I don't know if we're jumping, like, too far ahead for what you wanted to talk about. Oh, no, I don't care. We can do whatever. Um, I don't remember too much of, like, the super beginning, but I just remembered that, like, this chick's husband is, like, abusive. And it, it was to the point where, like... They're yelling about something, and he literally slams her head against the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, cracks the wall. And then immediately <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. Let me get you some water. <laughs> like, bro? Like, her, her skull is busted open, dude. <laughs> I know. Like, you dented the wall, buddy. Like. <laughs> Did you not hear the crack? Yeah, like, who, who are you? 
But and yeah, literally his first thought: Oh, water, water will patch up the skull, the skull crack and the wall crack. Yeah, and yeah. I like how he like gets up and just closes the door. Like yeah. there was a struggle, obviously, but like he's like, no, I'm closing the door. He's like, fine enough to do that. Girl boss. Oh, the argument. Yeah, right. The <laughs> argument was the argument was about um, how many how many miscarriages she's had. Oh, okay. Just like I think this is like the third time they're trying to have a kid or something. Yeah. Um, that was funny. Uh, or not funny. Not that's not funny, <laughs> bro. But, but the fact that he's like, I'm going to get water. Like that. Yeah. That was like interesting. He needs water. He expelled a lot of energy cracking her skull he's, against the wall. So yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. We gotta give him some slack here, you know. Come on, man. Um, but one of the scenes that really got me. I don't, I, dude. I don't know how my girlfriend does it. She loves horror movies. She's a beast. She doesn't get scared that easily. She tanks um, them. She tanks them. She loves horror movies. And like, whenever we watch a horror movie, like we watch The Conjuring's. I love those, by the way. Um, yeah, they're they're fun. fun. She's like straight up just facing and eyeballing the screen, and I'm sitting here like, I don't want to <laughs> expose myself too much, but I'm sitting here like cowering into her, and I'm just like putting my hand up to the screen like just tell me when it's over yeah for real that's that's me and jenna except we both cower away and hide so that <laughs> nobody else is just watching <laughs> but uh no the one thing that got me was when so her husband gets capped he gets tripped by this like demon and he ends up snapping his neck on a chair oh oh like at the jump right like a yeah. dude or whatever yeah and so the thing starts standing up and the wife comes down and she sees it and she, she starts trying to get out of the house. Normally, horror movies, like, pan this out. Like, they make it terrifying. Like, the door is going to be locked or something. And, yep. nope, this door is completely unlocked. She opens it and then it cuts to a camera shot from the side of the door. And this thing just pounces at the door. And that scared the shit out of me and yep. my girlfriend. And so, Dude. yeah, that was that got me. Yeah, that was like I said, dude. This the, the way these scenes are shot are so well done. It helps with the suspense, um, like and keeping tabs with the uh, the whole scene shots or whatever. I like the scene where it's after she gets out of the hospital, and she's back. And first of all, really quick, she's just like, "I'm just gonna stay in. The, I can't give up this house. This is this is the last thing I have left." I'd be like, "Bro, first of all, bro, I'd be gone." I'd be like, oh, yeah. burn the house down. I got nothing but bad, bad omens there. Just leave it. I'm living out of my car. That's that's good. Um, but the scene that I'm thinking about is the one where it's like a top view of the, of the of her like running through her house like a little mouse in a yeah, maze that or whatever. Was really good. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, that that's terrifying. That is terrifying to watch. Yeah, I I really like that shot as well. Now that you mentioned it i, I completely mm-hmm. forgot about it but yeah it's that was a really good shot just because like yeah. no, no movie's done that before and it, it, it plays into it like it's following her from like this top view of the house and i don't know if you ever played like mousetrap as a kid that game oh, yeah. it just yeah. reminded me of that even though it has very few things in common with it it reminded me of that a lot and i was like oh shit like this is cool and i think if i'm remembering correctly you could see the demon like coming up like coming through the through the maze or whatever like you could see it catching up to her I and think then it you pans can see it on the stairs 
Yeah, and then it pans to his point of view chasing her, which made it terrible. That was so scary. <laughs> um, I think yeah, that that was those were two great two great shots throughout that movie. I think. Um, yeah. I want to talk about the bed. Yeah, let's talk about the bed. Okay. I'm ready for the bed. This movie is really corny, like to the point where oh, it's yeah. like, it for me it feels like Psycho. Like Amer not American Psycho, uh, what's that one Jason Bateman? Not Bateman. The really classic horror movie. It's black and white where the guy pulls back the shower curtain and it's like. Eh, eh, oh eh, eh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like an early, early horror movie with the dialogue. How certain si- like like um, this is like jumping towards the end when her mom like falls out of the ceiling yeah, and like zooms into her screaming. I was like, Oh geez, bro. Like we're doing this. I think that was part of the whole plan, but I was like, Oh my God, this no, is corny. That's what I didn't get. It was, it was just like, she falls through the ceiling and it takes <laughs> her like five seconds and like her mom starts to get up and she's like, like, where am I? Like I'm, I'm incapacitated. And then the, it just zooms in on the daughter. And then like three seconds later, she puts her hands up to her face. Like that one surreal American painting. And she starts screaming. And I'm like, it's zooming in and it distorts it like a dream transition. And I'm like, dude. Uh, this God. can't be real. Yeah. This can't be real. No, yeah. This, like, yeah. There is, um, another cheesy part was, like, um, the, the, the main, the main character talking to her sister. I was trying to phrase this right. The main character talking to her sister. And she was like, Talking about how important the bond is of her sister with her sister, and I was like, "Oh boy!" Oh yeah, the power of friendship's gonna beat this demon. <laughs> for real, bro. This is a Naruto villain. You can talk him to yeah, death. Yeah, for real. I'm surprised the Jinchuriki didn't come out of nowhere, bro. <laughs> She's gonna charge her chakra. Twelve tails. Yeah, for real. Obito is gonna come out of the shadows. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh the twist the twist i thought like you know it's, it's it a horror good. movie i get yeah. it but like bro uh you it, didn't like it i don't know what to think of it like it's it's good <laughs> i like that it was like her there the whole time yeah but like the fact that they literally made it her back side like they well, it was her hair comes apart and this thing like <laughs> peeks its way out of the back of her skull <laughs> And it's Bro, like, that's the best part. That's uh, the best part. No, dude, it's just so like, what the fuck? Like, you think you would have known? Like, this thing literally bends her limbs backwards so it can start walking forward backwards. Yeah, that's if that fair. makes sense. And she just wakes yeah. up and she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, like I'm not sore. My joints don't. Maybe it does. I don't think it does hint towards her joints not hurting. It hints um, towards her being like superhuman. Like she literally lifts yeah. up a hospital bed. But I don't think that's gonna be like that was, my that was limbs at the end, bent though. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's uh, it's like a good twist, but if you start thinking about it, and if I were to go back and watch the movie with that in mind, I feel like it'd be really like, how did nobody know? Like, this is what happened. Yeah. Um. um you know what? I actually, yeah. I, now that I'm thinking about it, she's laying in bed one time, and her sister's staying over, and she has one of these dreams where this guy's getting killed. And as he's getting killed, she wakes up screaming. And, like, ten seconds later, the sister comes in. Yeah. Like, well, what? the explanation could be it's a memory getting played into her head. So she already did the murder, and this is her back in bed. 
and like her sleeping and realizing oh. what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's not directly going on, but like it's it's the what what's she named the stupid thing's name? Like what's its name? Gabriel. Gabriel. <laughs> Gabriel is just like, hey, you want an instant replay of what you just did? Here. Good night. Go to bed and we'll turn this on. Um, I, that's the only explanation I could have for that. Yeah, I guess. And it would because exp- it would explain too the blood pooling in her pillow. Well, I guess that's already like already explained throughout the movie. Yeah. The jail cell scene, dude. Oh my the God, jail cell scene sick. was good. That, that is, is cinema, sick. bro. That is cinema. If I think of a horror movie, I'm thinking of that particular scene. It it does look really jank though. Like, oh no, without a doubt. Yeah. The second they reveal it, it's just like, all right, it's me backwards, and then it just well, starts I... like capping all these like <laughs> women of the night. I guess I don't know. I think I think the best part about it is how she like purposefully turns around to face the wall, for us, the audience, and for the people in the jail cell, and then her head just starts splitting open. <laughs> So they could have just showed that to us, but they show it to us and the the jail cell women or the oh, prisoners. Geez. Jesus, that'd be <laughs> fucking freaky, dude. That they did it so gruesomely. I was like, oh my god, her head is open. There it is. He's a tumor, by the way. It's kind of funny because the name is malignant, like a tu- like a bad tumor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I saw a review on Letterbox in the movie. Somebody said, I don't know, man. <laughs> this movie was pretty benign. <laughs> I started cracking up. That shit's so dumb. Um, yeah, there were a couple other gripes I had. Like, when the sister was in, like, looking at, like, the hospital records, like, there's this whole, like, trick where it's, like, some noise starts happening there. And then nothing yeah, happens. What's up with that? And then it just yeah. cuts to, like, her back at home. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, bro, first of all, Gabriel, he, he'd be on her ass. He'd be yeah. dead. If Gabriel was stepping up his game, she'd be dead. Um, but. I, that scene kind of made me mad too. That the the pan though of her walking up to the hospital, I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, gives you the scale of it. But um, that's I think that's all I had to say on that off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I liked it, but I I wouldn't pay any money to see it. Yeah, I I probably wouldn't go to a theater again to watch it. I'd probably just watch it on HBO Max and call it good. Yeah. All right. So that's malignant then. Yeah. Did you want to jumpstart us into Fear Street? Because you've watched all three, so... Yes, I've watched all three, so I'll do a non-spoiler review of Fear Street. Okay. Um, I thought it was really good. It pays a lot of homages to classic Slayer movies. Um, it, it's another... I'll get into the when spoilers happen, but... Um, there's a lot of things where it's it's not jump scary like there are jump scares in this but it's not campy like that it doesn't just focus on the jump scares it right it it builds up and there's times when it doesn't scare you at all when you think it would and then there's times when scares come out of nowhere but the tension is there to where it's not just a random jump scare um i thought the actor the actors and actresses were all really good um especially what's her name sadie sink yes i have it pulled up right here Sadie Sink, the the red haired chick, and wait, I think that I think Sadie Sink is in the second one. She has not appeared in the first one. Okay, just yet. never mind then. Um, 
Yeah, no, she's in the she's in Fear Street Part Two. Okay, I should be able to pull up the, the cast then. Whoever the main chick is, like Kiana Madeira. Her name, her name is Sarah. Um, I'm gonna look it up now. Just so I Fear Street. You said Sarah? Yeah, Sarah Fear. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, Seraphir, damn it. Ah, uh, Dina. Dina, yeah. Who's yeah. Seraphir? Oh, Seraphir is the, um, the, the witch, yeah. The witch. Um, hopefully that's not too spoilery. Uh, no, um, I think that's pretty standard. Yeah, because I think I mean, they talk about it through, like... Yeah, in they, trailers or whatever. Yeah. Keanu Madera, the chick who played Dina, the main chick, she did a really <laughs> good job. Um, yeah. And think uh olivia scott welch maybe uh i oh, just looked yeah. up the imdb page but yeah sam sam fraser yeah they did a really good job the acting is really good um and lee it was directed by lee janiak janiak but Janiac? yeah yeah i don't know how to pronounce it it was really good. I can't really talk about it too much without getting into spoilers just because a lot of the things I like involve spoilers. Um, it was shot really well. I like the, the colors. Um, it presents oh, itself yeah. as like a very... It's like a modern day made horror movie set in the 80s. And yeah. it it really played the part. It, it did really well. It reminded me of like the first time I watched... Uh, Stranger Things season two. Mm. Um, I like the whole like aesthetic they seem to do with it, and they did a really good job in this one as well. Shot really well, directed really well. I honestly have no complaints for it being on Netflix. Um, I feel like this is like one of the subscriptions that almost everybody has, compared to you know HBO Max or Hulu. For like this being on here, this whole trilogy being on here, it's definitely a must watch. Um, I'm not gonna throw them up to like horror goats or anything, but for it being on Netflix, it's a really good Netflix original. It's probably one of the best Netflix originals I've seen. Really? Yeah, I'd have to pull up a list of Netflix originals. Right. I'm blanking, but when it comes to mind, yeah, this is probably one of the better Netflix originals that they've released. Gotcha. And yeah, that's my non-spoiler review. Gotcha. Alright, um, I'll give my thoughts on it. I thought this the main cast was very well acted and picked uh, as well. Um, the two main characters, Dina and Sam, played by Keanu Madera and Olivia Welch, like you said, respectively, did a very well, very, very good job with doing doing their respective roles. I actually, actually have never seen them prior to this. Um, yeah, this movie... Is it does a great job at paying homage to the originals. Um, I actually have not seen a lot of original horror movies, and when I was watching it, Jenna was telling me all of the things that each thought in the beginning was uh, paying homage to. So I was like, "Oh, that's pretty neat. That's pretty cool." Um, so that was pretty fun. It actually made me want to watch the original, like the the original horror movies and stuff like Scream. Um, I thought. Um, to me, the, the main cast felt like a twist on the Mystery Incorporated gang, if that makes any sense, like the Scooby-Doo gang. 
um, just slightly, like nothing too extravagant. Um, the action was pretty fun to watch. It was it was suspenseful. It wasn't scary. It was suspenseful. Not yeah. in the the not in the vein of Malignant, obviously, but it was still very suspenseful. I'd have to agree. And I think the mystery behind it was what kept me interested in this movie. They don't like they have um, points laid out for you to pay attention to, but they don't keep them in a lot in alignment. You have to like piece it together, and even then, you don't piece it together until the end. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's pretty much what I thought about it. For somebody that doesn't like horror and hasn't watched the originals, originals meaning like Scream, Michael Myers, stuff like that, um, I thought this did a great job in making a new, a new type of horror movie in its own right. Yeah, it's like a similar, it's a common premise, but I feel like with the way they did it in these three movies, they did a really good job. They. You'll see in two and three. I don't want to talk about those. Um, that they they really do this well. In my opinion, right. they really do this well because it's. I feel like this whole haunting, with, you know, troubled soul, at the end of it, is very oh, yeah. common. But mm-hmm. I feel like, like I said, with this, with how they did it, with the actors, actresses, how they shot it, all the homages it makes. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it does. It hits a lot of generic horror movie story beats, but they give enough of originality to it and just do it differently enough to where they're not necessarily copying anymore, but they're doing their own thing. But like you said, paying paying homage to the originals. So, all right, so it's fun. Yeah, now we're gonna get into spoilers. Unless Ethan, you have anything to last thing to say? Non spoilery. Nope. All right, this movie. My favorite part. This is spoilers now. Heavy spoilers. Um, I say for about five or ten minutes till the end of the episode. Basically, uh, it's gonna be spoilers for Fear Street Part One. Um, this movie is not afraid to kill, and that's my favorite part. Oh my god, part. no! Yeah, that is my favorite part. I was worried about that because <clears throat> there's a couple times when what's her name, like Lady Jane. The lady from the 50s. Oh, yeah. Um, the the girl singing. Yeah, the singing girl. She's in the street, and she's going after one of the main characters, the guy, I think, the white guy. Yeah, it is the white guy. <laughs> and, like, he gets I away from name. it. I think he, like, takes a couple shots at her and realizes you can't shoot her. Mm. And I thought this, and I was like, if I was directing this, right now he dies. You know, you get a, you get a point across to the viewers that she can't be shot because I don't think anybody's shot at them yet. You get yeah. it ap- across to the viewers that she can't be shot, and like nobody else knows this, so they're all banking on that they're gonna be able to shoot this chick and it'll be fine. And then you kill him. You make this like. You uh, make this the lesson, like you don't don't mess this up, kind of kind of scenario. Exactly. And then he he gets away, and I was kind of worried. That I was like, man, by the end of this, is it gonna be? Is uh, nobody gonna die? Yeah. And I had the same feeling too. Then at the end, man, that supermarket scene. Bro, the supermarket was Everybody crazy. got decked. Oh, I know. That shit was nuts. Well, um, yeah. That, that was the, my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Because I, I, nobody died before the supermarket, right? Like, well, outside of my Hawks character. 
which I thought was kind of cool. Jenna said it paid homage to another movie with her dying. It was Scream, she says. She says Scream. And they had like a big actress come in to play this role to, and then she just dies. Doesn't come back. It's just dead. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. That that scene was that scene was haunting. What like looking at all the dead people in there? Oh, I know. Because um, like you think it's like at this point it's like no, come on, you kind of want them to live, and then this chick gets cut apart by a meat slicer. It's like oh yeah, God, they're doing yeah. it. They're finally doing it. Yep. Who else dies in this? I can't think of anybody who else. Has everybody died. but. Well, oh I mean, if you yeah, get the... the technicalities. Everybody but the main girl, her brother, and Olivia Welch. Um, uh, the boyfriend of Olivia Welch's character died. <laughs> that motherfucker just got slit open. He said, oh, "See yeah. ya." Yep. Um. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they they weren't afraid to kill off parts of their main cast. That's for sure. That supermarket scene, that was brutal. The dude just got the axe to the head. Um, the girl, I forgot, the other girl. What's her name? Kate? Yeah, Kate. Kate, her head through the bread slicer. Yeah. That was bad. That was bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I definitely I definitely recommend these movies. Yeah. Um, um, and if you're... I would put it... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you got it. No, no, okay. Uh, I was just going to say, I would put it... I would make it like a traditional... Not traditional... Eh, no, I would make it in a traditional Halloween movie. Not like a horror movie, but like a Halloween time. Obviously, that's a good time to throw it on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say that it, if you like... I wouldn't put it up there with the classics, like you're saying. Oh, yeah. But if you like any of the classics, if you call them classics, because you call them classics for a reason... Um, mm. You know, Halloween, Friday the 13th, um, what's that one? Scream. Scream. That's the only one I know, like, consistently. Nightmare on Elm Street. If you've yep. seen those movies and you like them, you're going to love this. You would, yeah, you would love this. Um, and it only goes up from here. Really? I'm, I'm excited to watch 2 and 3 because they give you a little preview of Fear Street Part 2 at the end of 1. And two looks brutal. Like there are some graphic scenes in that one. It looks like two's my favorite. Two is two is okay. my favorite. Yeah, I like Sadie Sink. I only know her from Stranger Things, but she looks like she's gonna kill that role. Yeah, she does a really good job. Uh, that's who I mentioned at the beginning of this part of the episode. But yeah, she does a really good job. And then part three is set in sixteen sixty six, right? Like the start of the whole thing. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, I've never, well, I mean, it's common to, like, start in the present and then do prequels, but they all release together, right? Yeah, they all release at once. So, interesting. Yeah, they were interesting. good. They were really good. Yeah, I hope to watch the other two soon, so. Definitely recommend I'll do it. A little, yeah, definitely we'll check them out. Alright, well, anything else you want to say about Malignant or Fear Street Part 1? Uh, not off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm all good here. Both movies were solid, solid horror movies. I think they were pretty good and pretty fun. Definitely going to keep up on Fear Street, Malignant. Give it a watch. You, you'll be happily surprised at how bad it is sometimes, but it also does some really good things. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if you have an HBO Max, 
subscription or you can get one watch it these are definitely must watches if you have these subscriptions um yeah it's free might as well watch it if you have the subscription yeah uh i feel like for malignant though i wouldn't pay for it i would pay for fear street i wouldn't pay for malignant that's fair but yeah those are my opinions and yeah yeah i'm all good here man Right, I'm looking forward to next week's episodes, that's for sure. Yeah, next week we're talking about the classics. So we're going to be talking about Michael Myers, Jason, Scream, Nightman on the Street, Freddy Krueger, uh, and there's probably a couple more. We'll there. be talking zombies as well. Um, oh, yeah, Evil Dead. I, I know, yeah, Evil Dead, uh, Army of the... I want to talk about Army of the Dead, even though that's not specifically um, a staple horror movie. And okay. then... Um, there's one more. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now while we're closing this out. But, yeah, stay tuned for that one. That should be fun. We'll be keeping up with the Halloween festivities for a little bit. And, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening in, guys. It's been a pleasure. We'll catch you guys next week. Take it easy, guys.